Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to the WrestleMania Smackdown preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dudley Boys, Michael Hamflet from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of WrestleMania Smackdown. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review Smackdown, but also Monday Night Raw, NXT, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, Round table discussions and a roundup of the week complete with a bigger quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, though, join my Michael Hamlet to look ahead to tonight's episode of WrestleMania SmackDown, the final go home show ahead of WrestleMania weekend, of course. Now, I will say that we are recording this on Thursday. Mm-hmm. We are here in Dallas, Texas, and tomorrow is probably going to be taken up with going to WrestleCon uh, and going to Ring of Honor and SmackDown, of course. Yeah. Uh, the four of us, including Phil and Simon Miller as well. So if WWE decide to announce something in the interim, we won't be covering it. But <laughs> inevitably, they normally do that about 10 minutes before the show actually goes on air. So tonight we have... Like I say, all the builds to uh, WrestleMania, as well as the Intercontinental Championship being defended, and of course the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Just generally, what's your opinion on moving that from WrestleMania to the the SmackDown beforehand? I'm all right with it, you know. Me um, too. I think I'm not suggesting that um, the robbing of a, a chance to appear in a big stadium in front of fans isn't something that feels a little bit cruel at the wrestlers that. They don't really have much say over the direction, and a lot of the time it's not a looking chance as to where they are at this point in the year on the card. So, in some respects, every year there's going to be some people in this match that you kind of feel a little bit sorry for, or just. And there's notable ones here in particular who have got titles, for example, yeah. that you just sort of feel like, well, shouldn't you be on the actual card? But I think one of the benefits of the two night WrestleMania is the need to extract and remove all bloat. Some will argue there's still bloat on both these nights. But I would say... Two-hour kickoff shows. <laughs> but if you don't have the Battle Royals on those shows and you have, don't have matches as such or you don't have like lots, like, lots of too much, it does sort of thin out the thins out the WrestleMania card and makes it ever so slightly more prestigious. Mm. I, the one thing I will say about this is the longer it sits on the uh, WrestleMania SmackDown, the less people will remember who won it. On the spot now, we're going, who won last year's... Jey Uso? Correct. Okay, so you've just proven my point. But... In years to come, I don't think any of us will remember who won these Battle Royals. And I wasn't especially like, oh, wow, we got to see Braun Strowman chuck those guys from Saturday Night Live Well, out. yeah, this is true, yeah. Um, in terms of people, I mean, it could be anyone, obviously, but in terms of people on the graphic, we've got Viking Raiders, Commander Aziz, Apollo Crews, uh, what's left of the Hurt business, Eric <laughs> Alexander and Shelton Benjamin, Akira Tozawa, Drew Gulak, Reggie, 
Shanky, uh, R-Truth, Jinder, Robert Roode, Madcap Moss, uh, Mansoor, Damien Priest and Finn Balor. And I think those last two names are the only ones who, in my opinion, should probably win it. <laughs> it's a strange one. The, so all the um, stress online about Finn Balor and Ricochet not being a part of the show specifically, you know, the US champion and the Intercontinental champion, uh, as if somehow WWE thinks as much of those belts as a lot of audience members do. Mm. Um, I get it, but it's a little bit strained for me at this point to worry about the plight of these people. They kind of know what they're signing on for by being WWE superstars. It's not going to go their way every year. That said, assuming Ricochet retains tonight and he ends up in this battle royal. Oh no, he can't be in this battle royal because he's working tonight. Yeah. This is it for him and wrestling, uh-huh. In which case, Finn Balor. Like, a champion is in this match. I would have said Damien Priest. I'm going to say Damien Priest. It feels like he's like, not that he's the guy, because if he's the guy, be on the card. There's two nights, there's 16 matches, whatever it is. There's loads of opportunities that he's not this year been given. However, I think it's going to be Finn Balor because he has a title. It's going to be this legit, well, we know it's not going to really legitimise the US title anymore, but in their minds, they're going to legitimise the US title going like, well, he's the best of this, he's the best of this bunch. <laughs> well done, Finn Balor. A little bit of a hair ruffling prize for him, perhaps. He's had better WrestleMania weekends than this one. Um, but yeah, I think I would have said Damien Priest had they not had no problem beating him in singles matches in 2022. It doesn't necessarily feel like it's his time right now. So yeah, Finn Balor because he's got a belt. I can't really look past that. Yeah, I think it's for me it's 50-50 between Finn Balor and, and Damien Priest. I think they may give it to Damien Priest so then he can say, oh, I won that and eliminated you last, so I want another shot at my mm. belt or whatever it may be. To be honest, I'm more intrigued by the developing pre-wedding shenanigans of Akira Tazar and Reggie. <laughs> uh, and maybe Baron Corbin costs Madcap Moss. I like that. I do like that, yeah. The, he obviously, Madcap Moss has got to be the kind of heel that just puts up with eating shit relentlessly from Corbin based on what we saw on Raw. And this will be included in that. Corbin probably believes he can do that without worrying about the consequences. But if he does this now, that's twice in a row that Madcap Moss can look back and think, huh, He's not much of a friend after all. Mm. And he doesn't laugh at my hilarious jokes. So Maybe that's how they get... I was going to say how they get Commander Aziz over the top rope, because look how big he is. Yeah. But uh, if Madcap Moss tells a funny enough joke, he might just fall over the top rope. Really good. Thoughts? Really good. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's between in between Balor and Priest. I think yeah. you're right there. Um, in terms of the IC title, as you said, mm-hmm. uh, it's a surreal decision. Uh, mm. But in their eyes, justified to make this match that you had the Intercontinental Champion lose twice on last week's SmackDown to both uh, Angel <laughs> Angel, whatever we bloody call him now, yeah. uh, and Umberto, uh, the Lethal Lovers, Los Lotharios, whatever alliteration they're going mm. for this week. Um, it made Ricochet look like a dickhead. He, <laughs> he had to say, oh, why don't you get in here and take that L your boy was going to take until he beat me. Mm. And yet, in their eyes, it'll be justified because I sense Ricochet retains. Yeah, I think so. It's So Ricochet has been beaten like a drum these last seven days because he was beaten by Austin Theory in like a minute on Raw oh, as well. Wow, earlier yeah. this week. It's not been his week, but tonight gets to be his night, I think. Um, again, with Balor winning, potentially winning the Andre, um, and Ricochet winning what I think is going to be an absolute ripper that nobody ever remembers. It's kind of the mm. worst place time to have one of the best matches of the weekend <laughs> because not only will hardcore wrestling fans, those enthusiasts that might really enjoy the bones of this triple threat with Ricochet, Umberto and Angel, probably have their eyes elsewhere on countless other wrestling shows. You've got um, loads of the uh, GCW and uh, Ring of Honor and Impact and all of these other things happening this weekend in the run-up to WrestleMania. So this will be lost in the shuffle, this SmackDown Intercontinental title triple threat set up with a week's notice. <laughs> it's just not the thing that people are going to be talking about. But I think they're going to have a ripper for the live crowd nonetheless. This live crowd 
are presumably buying tickets more for the Hall of Fame than they are for SmackDown. Hmm. Raw on Monday, WrestleMania Raw, as they called it, and got the number as a result, felt more of a go-home for every major programme, including the SmackDown ones. Mm -hmm. Charlotte and Ronda was serviced. Brock and Roman was serviced. They could actually do nothing but videos for the SmackDown portion of this evening and then have a couple of... You've got the Battle Royal, which is in itself a kind of spectacle, and this as a just a total ripper so the fans don't feel ripped off with a SmackDown ticket because, to be honest, a lot of them are going to be there to see The Undertaker. Mm. Me? I'd be there to Scott Steiner. But <laughs> a lot of people are going to be there to see The Undertaker and however long they want to give them. The Hall of Fame in general, the pageantry and all that of the Hall of Fame, seeing that live and in person, I, I do totally, all jokes about The Undertaker aside, I do totally get why that would be mm. a cool thing to do on your WrestleMania weekend. And, you know, I, I just feel as if all that will be asked of these three is to just go out there and tear it up. A psychology-free, move, 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 move. You do this, I do this. The point at which, ah, oh, Los Lotharios didn't think about who was going to get the cover. They start to turn on each other, that sort of thing. Ricochet gets the win, and then at the end of the match, he asks for the kiss camera go on the screen, it's Lotharios, and they kiss each other. <laughs> <laughs> Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Well, let's talk a little bit about the Hall of Fame then, as you mentioned it there. Um, we've got, obviously, The Undertaker going in, uh, Vader, Queen Charmel, uh, the more than deserved Warrior Award going to Shad Gaspard. I mm. think and the argument of potentially renaming his honours is, is, yeah. is, is pretty decent. It's odd honest. that you've got like the Warriors iconography against the backdrop of a like, guy who's being honoured for being a real hero. Mm. Mm. Uh, and, of course, the Steiner brothers. Uh, I'm not, to be perfectly honest that bothered regularly about about the Hall of Fame. I never really have been, but uh, obviously not suggesting that we should have anything similar to this uh, this year, but we had the uh, events of, of WrestleMania 35's Hall of Fame, yep. 2019 one with, with Bret Hart and what have you. Um, so it always puts me a little bit on edge now. Mm. But more importantly, putting me on edge 
It's Scott Steiner with a live microphone. I mean, you have to assume he's going to be on his best behaviour. We kind of know why Steiners are here this weekend in Dallas. It's not to go in a Hall of Fame for a company in which they were on... Yeah, I know the WWE Hall of Fame in WWE's mind is encompassing of all wrestling. But let's just isolate WWE for a second. Mm-hmm. The Steiner brothers were in WWE for a year and a half. They said they kind of mostly hated it, save for a few shining lights. Scott Steiner came back between 2002 and 2004. The less said about that run, the better. Well, the less said by me. Certainly the more said by Scott Steiner, the better. Because he called Stephanie McMahon a c- right? <laughs> Want to hear a bit more of that? Go and check out whatculture.com. Search for some of those words, not all of them, and you can find it on our Good. YouTube channel. Simon Miller, hold the microphone there, being a robust professional, as Scott Steiner gives Stephanie McMahon and Triple H the business, mm. shall we say. Right? He's not going to do that tonight. No. Let's not measure people's expectations that this is going to happen on a WWE Hall of Fame, not least when it's his nephew's big night the day after. And be a shame if... Yeah, and indeed, by virtue of his nephew, his brother's son's night the day after. You've got Rick and Scott, yeah, Scott. You know the title. Be a shame if your uncle went fucking mental. Like the... They're going to be very grateful. They're probably going to talk about how much fun it was to like bat a job as all. It's going to be warm and fuzzy, as in as much as the signers can be warm and fuzzy people. Um, <laughs> Two words really regularly yeah. associate with those boys. Bron, you would assume, will induct them, so that'll be a nice moment. You know, all family together on the stage. There, to be honest, they're probably going to end their speech saying, "We can't wait for the Steiner legacy to be continued through Bron Breaker tomorrow night when he kicks Dolph Ziggler." I want Scott Steiner to say, "Kicks Dolph Ziggler's fat ass," because Ziggler's. <laughs> ripped and jacked and he's perfect for Steiner to call fat like the, he's like the perfect target for this um, yeah this will be more fun than spicy Steiner and math bit of Steiner math yeah people love that now that's become um, I'm amazed right so I checked out Access today there's some pictures going to be coming soon to whatcoach.com forward slash WWE I think if you check out some of our socials there might even be a few there the Steiners and the Hall of Fame in general other than The Undertaker was like rather under merchandised and I thought for them to finally have, and it's a TNA promo, for them to finally have their hands on Steiner Math, I thought they might do more with it, but I couldn't see any Steiner Math merch, so I reckon Steiner will introduce, he'll canonise that in WWE Law at the Hall of Fame tonight. He'll say like three days after that, haven't they? Yeah. He can talk about Dolph Ziggler's chances of winning the title, he can talk about what chance he thought of ever getting in the Hall of Fame. I gave myself a 1% chance of getting in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> but what's cool is, he's done it on his own terms. Mm. He said no, he said no, he said no. They've had a need that is greater than his, and he's gone, yeah. I'll do it. So it's kind of like totally on their terms. It should be quite nice. The big question from this is a genuine question. This, what do they do about Bron Breaker's name? Hmm. Is, is this like a line in the sand where they like double down and they say, look, he's Bron Breaker. We all know who he was, but he's Bron Breaker. You know, like Michael McGillicuddy, Curtis Axel was never called like Mike Perfect. Yes. And they just they just left it alone. You know, they could do it. They could make him um, Bron Steiner, Bronson Steiner. Is he Rex Steiner? Or Rex Steiner one? or something like that. No, yeah, yeah, you yeah. could just you could do it. This could this could be the night. They're obviously going to bring them together on screen, um, and ultimately, I think yeah, a bit of aggro Dolph's way could set up something quite nice at Stand and Deliver the next day. Mm, yeah, I'm intrigued by that. Who's the headline guy going in? I can't. I think it's Taker. It's all right. It's either here, him or Queen Charmel. No notes. <laughs> uh, in terms of the go home show for uh, WrestleMania, though, of the blue brand, of course. We'll talk in a second about the big one, the the Roman and, and Brock thing, and the final potential sort of showdown with them because mm. it was more of a promo off on on yeah. Raw. And you said yourself, if we're going to do anything physical, they'd probably do it on the on mm-hmm. the on the SmackDown rather than the Raw. Elsewhere, got Usos and Nakamura and Boogs. They've done a lot with them. Do you think they're going to do anything to set this up any more tonight? Maybe I don't know. I do quite like the idea of Rick Boogs and. 
And Shinsuke Nakamura being mates with Brock Lesnar. Sort of <laughs> mad thing. Oh man, yeah. Imagine if they've got a chance to do that six man. What a bizarre state of affairs that would be. Rick Bo- like Rick Boogs just being Rick Boogs and in, kind of enraging Brock Lesnar just by breathing near Brock would get into it though, this Brock. Man. This Brock would quite like him, I guess, wouldn't he? Yeah. Maybe. I, I, don't, I just don't sense that this Smackdown is going to play out with all that physical. Lots of videos, lots of appearances. I would wager that you, if, I, if you could book it and they actually cared enough, I would have Brock appear and it be made, aware, made known to the fans that Roman's in the building, but you don't give them him when Brock's out there. Roman sits in his chair and he refuses to engage with uh, Brock Lesnar tonight. I'll see you Open on Sunday. Open his box or something. I'll see you Sunday at WrestleMania, all that kind of thing, you know. Yeah, like anything like that that kind of deprives, like deprives the audience of physicality because on Raw, whilst initially I thought oh, that's going to be a go-home segment about Sunday, big plan, as the weeks progressed, it sort of feels like, like I say, business felt done, didn't it? Mm. Raw had a certain like underlining quality about it. It's like, right, everyone on the bus to Dallas, see you there, it's WrestleMania time. <laughs> And yeah, and they've done these Smackdowns before where it's almost like half a recap show. And if anything, the Hall of Fame makes the event better value this year for what people know they're getting after mm. the event is finished. Flair Rousey, what do you reckon happens there? Because they did the talking bit of that sort of last week, didn't they? And then... Oh, so what have we not had? We've had vehicle stuff. We've had Ronda show that she can tap out um, Charlotte Flair a number of different ways. We've had Ronda smiling. We've had the two of them do the face-off you know, talking to one another. Charlotte gets some heat. Contract signer? Have we had a contract signer yet? Uh, I think we have. Although it was done on night one, wasn't it? She won the Rumble then. She was like, I'm mm, Maybe, Charlotte. yeah. Charlotte gets the heat tonight, I think. Again. A beatdown. Uh, Charlotte gets the, the last word on WrestleMania. This idea that she puts Ronda in a place a little bit. She says that, you know, I can see through what these fans can't, which is you haven't come back the same woman. You're never as good. And to be honest, if Becky Lynch wasn't in the ring, I would have beat you myself at WrestleMania 35. That kind of thing. Ronda charges the ring. Say, well, enough. Enough of this. Let's throw down now. And then Charlotte somehow cheats to get the advantage or whatever. And you're just left with it to, you know, use your favourite, to stand tall. Yes. A big little... Look, that one last video that caps off the video package at WrestleMania itself. Do you know what I do? And I keep I keep going back to this. And one way or another is returning to, to Ronda Rousey's MMA history. And I know I've talked before about showing footage of her armbarring just everyone left, mm. right, and centre early on in her MMA career. And I don't, well, I don't think WWE will do this because it sort of undercuts Ronda ahead of the big potential one of the two WrestleMania main events. Yeah. If we don't see the KO show, for example, doing that on on night one. But I, I, I do quite like the idea of Charlotte trying to get in Ronda's head one last time by going, "Let's not forget what happened the last time you made her." come back yeah. and she references yeah. the fight in, in the UFC when she came back from the Holly Home knockout and she fought Amanda Nunes and got embarrassed got schooled got you know what did Nunes do to beat her again I, can't, I watched that fight and I can't remember how. smashed her in like a minute KO'd yeah. her in a minute because what if Charlotte like hit the big boot and then it was like Holly Home-esque and then just got on top of Rousey yeah. and just pounded 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 and just Nunes like give her the give her the sort of the PTSD of the two biggest defeats you know, in a UFC career ahead of what she's going to do to her at WrestleMania. Or, I'd have Ronda Rousey break someone's arm. Legitimately. Has, has a... Get someone who's like Alexa Bliss who can bend their arm in weird directions and do that and have Charlotte Flair go, oh, bollocks. Now, I like that idea, Will Bond, but I think the one thing is missing, and you're going to have to help me out with this, the one thing that's missing if Charlotte Flair is, oh, bollocks, oh, I'm in trouble. If only there was like a an utterance or a catchphrase that Charlotte Flair's got that would denote that she is 
concerned about the situation. Either sarcastically or like, I just, I don't, it must be the, the jet lag. <laughs> so I can't. Can you can you think of anything she might have in a locker? I mean, she could say something along the lines of. <laughs> well, I was going to do. I don't <laughs> need. <laughs> Look, I think they, like you say, a bit like with Brock and Roman, I think they've kind of. Do, they, so don't get me wrong, I don't think they've burnt out. I think we've had that a lot before with storylines yeah. heading towards WrestleMania that you're like, oh, okay, but I am ready for, for both world titles to just kind of get to their match. Just wrapping up here, um, do you think we get. Because I, I, I really like Pat McAfee mm-hmm. a lot. And Austin Theory's just an annoying git. Yeah. And I think, we talked about this on the, the predictions thing that me and Miller have filmed. We think, quite possibly, Austin Theory wins at WrestleMania. Okay. Because he's kind of the favourite, and maybe Vince costs Pat McAfee. Right. But I really do, and I have since I texted you at that takeover that you went to around Survivor Series. Yeah, yeah. I've fallen in love with impassioned <laughs> Pat McAfee. And he did that great video, didn't he, on his social media talking oh, about his fantastic, love of pro wrestling. Yeah. Self-made, just, I think. Why just do so that? Good, yeah. That's be great. I'm not saying that that's the go-home segment, but just as a reminder to everyone that he's not just, you know, sort of aping Rock and, and Austin no. and saying, oh, I'm sorry that you're such a little bitch. <laughs> but if he just comes out there and goes, look, I know people think that I'm just this ex-football player who locked out and got a job commentating next to Michael Cole. Seven million dollars in seven different disciplines yeah. or something? Yeah. But have him say, look, this is dream come true stuff sort of thing for me I know mm. we've got all this celebrity stuff and Logan Paul's doing stuff and Knoxville's doing stuff and they're going to go away but I'm going to still be here on that commentary desk but I'll be able to do something like my commentary partner has, has always wanted to do and that's wrestle at wrestle <laughs> it's a bit of fun with it but look I so I'm not one for um, putting incredibly rich people on my shoulders and chairing them around a the room that Pat McAfee self-made video is absolutely tremendous. I I like McAfee in spite of myself, and uh, I watched that video and I like almost fell in love with him as a result. Less so fell in love with him, fell in love with the idea that he has found his way to WrestleMania. Mm, yeah, he has done a better job of threading this than Vince McMahon just sat on his podcast going. I don't know from anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that that video absolutely worth going out your way to watch on Twitter, but absolutely worth WWE going out the way to just hide on SmackDown. It looks. Obviously, he's paid money to get it made. Right, it looks mm, yeah. as good as anything WWE produced with their crack team. So, like, hoy it on there, get it on SmackDown tonight. Because what this match lacks, for all that they've had pull aparts, and for all there's the possibility of Vince Man getting booted in the head, <laughs> you know, there's lots of that. It doesn't really have a lot of emotion, does it? McAfee's pissed off with Austin Theory for thin, thinly veiled reasons. Mm. Austin Theory's like, I'm, I'm great. It's my WrestleMania. I think that actually applies a bit of emotion to it. I think yeah. if you want to get a bit of sympathy behind McAfee as the babyface, not least because he's an underdog, because he's a non-wrestler. He's he's not being positioned as a guy that's going in from a weakened position, mm. theory, but he should be. He's not. Uh, this is not his job. Well, let, you, let us know your thoughts ahead of SmackDown, WrestleMania SmackDown, indeed, tonight on Twitter, at WhatCultureWWE. Watch there, you can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Hamflit at... Michael Hamflit. You can follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE, as I said. Make sure you subscribe to WhatCulture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts. We're going to be previewing AW Rampage, and we've got our special WrestleMania WrestleCulture coming your way later on today as well and if you are going to Smackdown keep an eye out you can hardly miss him for Simon Miller (laughs) and Phil Chambers who will be there we'll be doing what went down we'll be doing ups and downs outside the American Airlines Arena 
Yes. Afterwards. So keep an eye out for that. Enjoy WrestleMania SmackDown. Loads more stuff, of course, coming your way over WrestleMania weekend from us. But for now, this has been the WrestleMania SmackDown preview. My thanks to Michael Hamlet. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 